Fun fact. Did you know that I actually hate filling my car up with gas? I don't. Seriously, you didn't know that? No. Oh my Lord. It's I'm a total avoider. I am the queen of running on empty. Running on empty. I actually have a friend <laughs> who I share the same disdain with over ex- and we exchange photos of our gas gauges when they're on E. Oh, that's an interesting text message. But Michelle, what is the point of your story? Ah, that's right. My point. Okay. I don't think I had one. Oh, yeah, I did. All right. I will say, since we're on the topic of automobiles, I actually love going to our local neighborhood auto repair shop for all of my maintenance. Oil changes, digital inspections, the whole bit. The name of my spot is called Vapel Auto Repair, and it's right here in LaGrange Park. It's one of the most lovely, friendly, inviting places I have ever had my car serviced. Wow. Well, Vapel Auto sounds like a dream come true, but I need you to tell me a bit more about this digital inspections you speak of. I would love to. Digital inspections are super cool. This is where the mechanics take photos and videos of the areas specifically concerned within your vehicle so the customer can see exactly what's going on under the hood. Okay, I appreciate this so much because I don't have a clue what's going on underneath Yeah, (laughs) you and me both. Not only is Vapel Auto an independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop, Vapel is a NAPA-approved auto care center. However, the part I love most about Vapel Auto is that you are actually invited to snuggle up in their cozy waiting room and sip on a hot beverage while you wait for your car's service to be completed. Doesn't that sound delightful? An auto shop that is cozy too? Oh my God, Vapel Auto sounds like my kind of auto repair shop. Listener, if you are local or live near the west suburbs of Chicago and in need of a reputable mechanic that cares about your car and your cozy, mindful well-being, then schedule an appointment at VapelAuto.com or call 708-352-8800. This episode is supported by our friends at The Upbeat Life, a smoothie shop where quality ingredients are most important. The Upbeat Life is all about keeping it real. And they use everything from organic fruits and veggies to superfoods like spirulina and manuka honey. Don't want a smoothie? Try an acai bowl. They are made with no added sugar and you can choose from unlimited toppings such as a vegan and keto granola, organic fruit, shredded coconut, dark chocolate, goji berries, and more. Personally, I'm a smoothie girl myself. The blue banana gives me all the protein my body craves after a good workout and it achieves high marks for flavor. It is my current addiction. If you too are looking to pick up a new habit that's actually good for you, swing by the Upbeat Life, where they'll feed your body and your soul the good stuff. And when you do, be sure to tell them the Sister Project sent you and use our code, BEATTHECROWD, for 10% off of your next order. For more information on the Upbeat Life, head to the link in our show notes. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hello there and happy holidays. Welcome back to Cozy Conversation with the Sister Project. I am Lauren, your host, joined by my sister from the same mister, Mm -hmm. Michelle Anderson. As always, here I am. Welcome. Yeah, girl. It's not too early to say happy holidays, is it? No. Michelle, do you say, what do you, how do you greet the general public when exchanging currency for coffee or saying hello to someone on the street? Do you, what, what is your during the holiday holiday season? season. Happy holidays. I I feel like that's an all encompassing, you know, very um, inclusive of you. mm -hmm. I like that. I try to be conscious of that. Unless I know you've got some like Christmas love and freak out there that's got a hundred trees in their house. They're getting a Merry Christmas. You know, you and I know I know my Jewish friends will do Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I don't know anyone like personally close that celebrates Kwanzaa, but I would love to like to say Happy Kwanzaa. Yes, and their you cards know? are gorgeous. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find, find someone, someone who celebrates, someone. celebrates Kwanzaa. Do it. I also really wanted to bring back season's greetings, but it's not that easy to say. It isn't that iffy. If Can you try it? Hi, how are you? Thank you for stopping by my store. Hey there, season's greetings. What? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. 
No. Seasons, seasons, greetings, seasons, greetings, <laughs> seasons. No. And also, I don't like to see my crooked teeth in the picture, in, in the in the video right now. So I'm going to say happy holidays. Happy, <laughs> happy holidays. Seasons, greetings. <laughs> happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. So much easier. It's annoying. We just lost three listeners with that <laughs> session, that segment right there. Well, if you, By the way, you lose, excuse see you later, me, listener. Excuse me, I need to do a shout out right now to, to our one male listener, Craig Peterson. Um, That's Craig not Peterson, true. I think we have another shout out that we okay, do. Keep going. Hey man, just I get a text from Craig Peterson, who is like, surprise, <laughs> surprise. And now he's sending me TikTok. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And I'm like, you know what? He's like, now you have me Googling, looking up surprise, surprise. Well, I know that Jeff Pagato, he listens to our podcast. He there are other male listeners. And from what I've been told, a former classmate of a Fenwick Friar of mine listens, Mr. Matt Taglia is a loyal listener of cozy conversations with the sister project. So Matt, that's my hey, goodness. Matt. I was honestly really Great. surprised to hear this. Wow. Do me a favor, Matt. And you just put this episode in a little text message thread and you just share this with all of your Fenwick Friar friends. Hell yeah, man. Seasons greetings to you. Seasons greetings <laughs> to all our male listeners. Thanks you guys for listening. Dude, share this with your guy friends. Dude, all we right. should have an event for the dude listeners. We'll have like four people. <laughs> That's fine for people to talk to. That's all we need. I love you so much. I was just telling Michelle, I'm so grateful for her optimism and her leadership in our partnership. And her fearlessness. Fearlessness. Uh, when it, it comes to, you know what? It doesn't, it, it just ask, what's the worst they can say? Nothing. And nothing. And no, fuck you. Who cares? Yeah. Bye. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Michelle, go ahead and take away today's oh. review. And again, you guys, I'm trying to keep track. Lucky you if we read it again, but yep. I don't think we've ever read this one before. I don't either. This review comes by way of Danny Finnerty. It says, laugh out loud and peeing oh. with five stars. Right there, you had me at peeing and peeing. Done. Okay, didn't done. have to write anything else. N nipple tweak coming your way, Danny. <laughs> I love cozy convos with these two crazy, funny, witty, fall-loving sisters. Mm. Every episode, I'm laughing so hard. And to be honest, it's a make-you-pee kind of laugh. Mm -hmm. That's great. We'll talk to her about pelvic, pelvic floor later. Mm -hmm. um, very few people make me think, man, I want to be their friend. But these two make me want to hang with them and laugh and cry. Keep up the amazing work. You are really changing lives one laugh at a time. It's that line, because I try to want to put something good out in the world. Like I want to be remembered when I die for like, she did good. And right here, it's saying that I am changing lives one <laughs> laugh at a time. What? And Danny, I thank you. You will get two nipple tweaks from yep, me the next time one. I see you. Not, not a one. Diddle. And if you've got more two. than two, you'll get three. <laughs> you know, I know someone who's got a third nipple. It's on his rib cage. Really? <clears throat> Do you guys it's a nipple? It's a nipple. I've seen it. Next time I see him, I want to ask him if I can touch it. It's a him and it's a third nipple. Maybe he's our fourth <laughs> listener. Third nipple, fourth <laughs> listener. <laughs> All right, you guys. What a hoot. All right, listens. Go ahead, enjoy our episode, and we'll see you on the flip side. Stay cozy. Oh my God. You don't really live for this day. Uh huh. Look at Loesch. My oh. Aunt Loesch got me this mug when I became a mom. And it's it's a big bear. So it's like a travel traveler's cup. You know, it has like the lid on it, keeps things warm. Like a thermos really mug. And there's a big bear on it. And it says yeah. mama, because I'm a mama bear. Mama now. bear. I got it. Visual. Mama bear. Mm. Anthony, when Luna was born, Loesch sent Anthony a hat and now he wears it. He hasn't worn it, but now what I feel like he's saying? really feeling his role as a girl dad. All right. Hang on a second. He was feeling his <laughs> and role. And the I in girl has a heart as it's that, dot. <laughs> that is, first of all, he's the cutest girl and dad. And he wears ever. it loud and proud. He was feeling girl dad, but the moment he found out. I know, out, but now I think he's starting he's to like really it. come into the role and willing Wearing to wear things that say, that say, I'm a dad. <laughs> Like I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, he, we, we both really aren't like that, but you give in when you have a kid. Like you, I'm going to get a Charlie Brown Christmas sweatshirt. I'm going to rock that are. motherfucker all holiday long. Cause she is obsessed with not just the peanuts gang, Charlie. Charlie. Eh? So she likes little bald guys with sprigs of hair. <laughs> Amazing. Mm -hmm. It's true. Lothorn. When you become a mom, I feel like. 
you, I, I'm also like not into like the gimmicky kind of things, but I found myself sort of like living in through the eyes of my children and getting in on yeah. the fun. Fun. It's fun. It's never fun. saw myself in that role. And then when you kind of break down those little blockages. Roll barriers. <laughs> yeah. And you roll barriers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a All real right. technical Let's just term, do a little quick. Let's do a little. What's the matter? That's a technical term. Roll barrier. Roll. Just made up by me. A roll barrier. Yeah. yeah you didn't no. it up. Yeah, let's no. do a reset. My shoulders okay. are feeling stiff. Uh oh. So Coffee's let's grinding. roll those shoulders up to the ears and back. I like to squeeze those little shoulder blades together. <sighs> titties out, titties out, titties, titties out, titties out. <laughs> like yeah, Yogi yeah. Brian says, relax your tits, relax your butthole. And doesn't, if once you say to do that, how. Well, it's like in yoga. I had needed a good long. I have not taken a deep breath this morning because I kind of just woke up with movement, you know, like on the go. And yep. it really makes a difference. Well, it's like when you're on the yoga mat and they oh remind God. the instructor reminds you to like relax your jaw. Mm-hmm. And when you do, like I often realize I'm like, oh my yeah, or, God, oh. how are your teeth not chipped? Relax the jaw. Okay. Well, I take a class on Peloton. I've got two stories to tell you. We're going to roll oh. right into this. Well, you know what? I'm here for so, all of them. So let's I've it. been taking, <laughs> well, welcome. I've been taking Dennis Morton. Dennis Morton, I think is his name, Dennis Morton. And he's a, he's an instructor on Peloton. He is my vibe to a T. Not a lot of fluff. He's just fucking straight to the point. He is not too, he doesn't get too like woo woo. And I like going woo woo, but he reminds me of my teaching. I know I kind of, okay. you know, tap on that woo woo, but it, we're, you know, we kind of move along. He and I are simpatico. So anyone that's on that app, Peloton app, check out Dennis Morton. He is just phenomenal. Well, the other day I took one of his restore restoration, um, or excuse me, restorative like uh, yoga classes. I've been doing the evening classes, which is really lovely. Mm. Like just setting the baby sleeping. I light a candle, really nice. maybe took half of an edible. I am oh, just like, I should just like grow my armpit hair and I'm oh my, feeling literally, good. literally. And you're there. Okay. So and I've been doing power classes at night and it kind of like gets your body, you know, feels really good. But one night I was so tired, but I'm like, I want to like, at least just get some like mindfulness and slowness. in. so I took a restorative class. <clears throat> Have you ever taken a restorative class? Yes. Love. Once you get, I, I, once you get past the fact that where you're like, you know, remind yourself, this is restorative. This is not like a heart rate raiser. No, we're not stretching. Like, we're laying. There are certain people good. who might be listening who I know who like ants in their pants. They can't, they're like, really? oh, I can't because even me, yeah, I'm because, antsy and I can do that. No, there's other yogis that I know who like are like, no, I need my chaturangas and I no. get it too. But, but I have learned and I, I encourage everyone out there to sign up for a slow, deep, restorative type yoga class because what this might happen. So what happened was the instructor had to start in like a supported back bench of your blocks and there's a, a bolster kind of propping you up. And I, I was there, but you know, I've had my next stuff going on and I just wanted a bit more comfort. So I'm like, you know, screw it. I'm going to put the boulder in front of me and I'm going to kind of saddle my thighs around the the, the boulder and do child's pose. So I'm going to okay. just lay on top and rest. And I like that pose. Yeah. You can really feel like your back breathe. Like you could breathe all the way down. It's beautiful. Well, I was in the class and then no, what (laughs) I woke up about 40 minutes. (laughs) Wait, wait. shut up, Lauren. Woke up in child's pose. Shut up, Lauren. And I was kind of like stuck though. Yeah. Well, my, my body was a little, um, I think the blood circulation had gotten cut off, Michelle. I had to roll (laughs) on my back like a turtle. No, Lauren. And my legs stayed bent. I, they weren't quite ready to unbend. You're like a cockroach. It, no, like a dead, it gross. Yes. <laughs> but yes, I hate cockroaches, but like a turtle, more like a cockroach. And my like feet were so asleep. I had, they were completely numb to the touch. I had to like hit them on the floor. All right. Take <laughs> note, folks. This is not a good position. <laughs> this is not in. for 40 minutes. Pins and needles. Michelle, I couldn't extend my legs for because I was in for almost an hour. I was in a ball Lauren, shape. Hang like on a I second. think about people who are like, you know, like maybe stuck or people that get like you remember baby Jessica that fucking fell down the yes the, the what's pipe. it called the, like pipe? the pipe. 
So she, I just read something random about her baby, Jessica. Oh my God. This is such a throwback. You guys back in like, oh my the God, this 80s, is a throwback. I'm going to make up a lot of facts here because I'm going to do recall from a like, like four year old's memory. Baby Jessica. I remember mom watching it on the news. The basically I all learned. the news was, was like, almost like a helicopter view of a bunch of people yep. surrounded by a, what it was like a sewage pipe? I don't even yes, know what It was you like call a it. downspout in the ground and it went deep. She was it went down deep there. And she got stuck down there. Her little body. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. She was stuck down there. And for however many hours or days, probably long, a long full day, they hurried to save her. And I don't remember if they put down a line and they had to get her to hold on to it. I will, we'll do some research, but she is however old she is now. And I guess at, at the age of 21 or something, she got a trust fund from all the money that was donated. Oh my God. To her family for, her for funds and help. Yep. Um, there's more to this story, but what? the reason why I was talking about Jessica is because it, at her age, she was probably able to like stretch out her body. I'm sure she had some bumps and bruises and injuries, but what I, what happened to me the other day was alarming. <laughs> Just a sign of age, you know, better if we lay in a corpse position. Oh my God. I can't believe that you actually knocked out for that long in that position. Just goes to show how tired I told you this age there is a dip, you know, there's a different kind of exhaustion when you get to the phase of the moving baby. When the child starts, are you talking stand about Luna's Luna, age? She's so in the homo, months. she's yeah. in the homo erectus. Oh, phase she's homo erectus. Evolution, <laughs> and she's a runner and she's a climber. So you are constantly on um, yeah. walk. Like there is no, yeah, you, uh, you're getting like a depletion of energy by the end of the day. And yeah. she's doing that thing where she's running right now and her arms out in front of her and she's kind of uh, like, oh, it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. She's Freedom. so cute, man. Freedom. Oh, man. Freedom. It is so good. So that is, but I'm not, I don't want to deter anyone from getting your yoga on. If your feet fall asleep, then I had to lay down for an extra five minutes and let things come back to. But I, I, and I want to point out one thing because I thought that this was really, this is something worth noting. You know, you mentioned earlier in this conversation that you wanted to do something. You weren't feeling really like the power yoga thing, but mm. you wanted to give yourself some mindfulness, you know, just restore your body, whatever. Three cheers for being listening to your body mm, and thank you. And like, you know, and doing something that is equally as important, yeah. if not more, I than agree. going and doing 20 push-ups in a chaturanga. Well, you know? I wasn't gonna be able to. I was really pooped. And I just clearly. wanted to do something. And I love I do it in the office. Like I said, I set the mood. It is like a little like oasis when I'm in there. So it's a really, and it's just a candle, you know, we don't have a big space. It's you literally in the office. It's behind me, you guys. Like it does not nothing. look like an, no. And it's just, all it is, is a couple minutes. I mean, listen, I know how hard it is to find minutes in the day to do things for yourself, but I think it's so important. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, if you don't, you're going to be burning that candle and you're going to burn out. And it's, guess what? You guys, tis the season. This is and Michelle and I, after we do a little catch up, we're going to talk about holiday hygiene. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Michelle, let, let's catch up. And I know you went on again, something else that I don't do enough of yeah. are these like kind of uh long distance trips with girls. So oh. I have a friend that does this and she is a pro. She's like you, even, she does even more, but um, tell me about what, what, what you guys did. You yes. guys went to Marco Island. Yes. I um so lucky. I just, you know, holy gratitude bucket run filleth over cup runneth over. To holy be a gratitude. <laughs> that is yeah. our hashtag for holy the season. Gratitude. I'm putting, holy I'm Taking notes. We're taking holy out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I third <laughs> annual retreat. I call it a retreat to my friend Marcy's Marco I, Marco Island Oasis. Okay, in Florida. Um, this this experience with this group of women that I go with never disappoints, Lauren. And I swear to God, every time I go, it's like you talk restorative all day long, honey. Mm -hmm. No, you get mm. up, you go for your walk on your beach. Apparently mm -hmm. what we've determined with me is I do have, even though I have Chilean moccasins <laughs> for heel skin, um, I am exceptionally sensitive to uh, the, the crushed seashells on, on the, your feet, on even seashore. though you have like a really thick, hard even bottom foot Even though there's skin? like a husk, even though there's oh, like a husk <laughs> covering. 
It's still for some reason, you know, this is what so I was gross. telling the girls. I'm like, guys, I just had the Parmesan dr- cheese grater taken to those feet before I came. Oh. And I think the nerve endings were They're extremely yes. close because I was like, it was like waterboarding for me. They're like, let's go for a walk. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. So I'm, did you have to put shoes on? I did, but it's not comfortable walking in sand. And I know. Football. And I love crushed. I love the sound and the texture of crushed seashells. It's It was, and the seashells in Marco, it's just a joke. It's like the whole, the beach is incredible. Yeah, Florida's beaches are gorgeous. They um, really, really are. I they, mean, they really are. They and are. We, we did something on one of the days that we had not done before, which um, was the girls chartered a boat uh, a captain, Captain Fun. Chris, and we. I'm sorry, do you say captain, captain or ca- captain? With captain, captain, captain Chris, <laughs> and he took us to a place called Kiwaden Island. Kiwaden Island. I've never heard of this. Well, let me tell you. Okay, this island is only um, accessible by boat. Okay, and it's it's a little hidden gem off the coast of Naples. Uh, white sand. Okay. Oh, Perfect sand. Seashells like you've Did never you collect seen. any seashells? Honey, and you bring them home. Show me one. Show I me show them? and fucking tell. Let me see this, this one up. It's perfect. It's perfect. Oh my God. And then what do you do with your shells? Do you bring them home? Yeah. I have a whole, I have a whole jar here. Same. So what are you going to do with them? them, Well, I was just, let me see that sand dollar. I've never had a full sand dollar. Picked it up. Gorgeous. Two years ago. Well, I got a little inspo from Marcy. You know, okay. she, her, her, her home is, it's seashell themed. Let's say it's not, it's so kick ass. There's like incredible wallpaper, whatever, but she's collected seashells for a hundred years and they are in little wooden flat bowls on top of a That's bowl. very Florida. That's it's very so, beachy. It's beautiful. It's so stunning. It's beautiful. Um, it just, oh my God. I love oh. the beat, those wooden beachy bowls. What? But I wanted to tell you about this. So we went on one of our walks on sidewalks. We went to a place called <laughs> Bargain Basket Thrift Shop. And, you know, we've been talking about oh, thrifting. Oh, I love how good was this. How good was it? Bargain the, back and thrift shop. Whoa, no. Oh, bargain, bargain ba- basket. <laughs> bargain, bargain basket. Back I thought you said bargain basket. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Bargain, bargain basket, basket thrift, thrift shop. shop in Marco Island. I am telling you right now. First of all, I bought two things. One, okay. Marcy Hunk held up this leather like uh, blazer and said, "You have to have it." So I was like, "Whatever." You, we and what was the me. cost of it? I'm so curious. That was forty bucks. Oh, that's a steal. Steak okay, steal. So fitted, fits like a fits like a glove. Dude, listen. I was at I was at jury duty last week, and a woman walked in with the most beautiful sweater I've ever seen in my entire life. It, I, it it was buttoned and it had like um a belt with that was knitted just like the the it was the most perfect fit. But then she had the she you know she had like Louis Vuitton and really nice shoes. So I'm like, I gotta oh. ask her, but I'm sure it's probably something outrageous. Fancy. But then she as she was leaving, she got called. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, I love your sweater. She's like, it's thrifted. And I was like, fuck off. That is amazing. Like and you that- just find the best. She was, I don't need, I can't even tell you where it's from, but it's thrifted. <laughs> See, and imagine how and she was so she excited she, because she was probably like, yes, it's confirmed. This is the greatest find I've ever found. Ever. And I did not pay top dollar for no, it. No. And it's, it's going to another person who's going to love it. Yeah. Okay, so you found this this so leather. I found bla- a, you said so cream or blazer. White? It's like a cream. I think it's Beautiful. like more I can't cream. Wait to see it. Super cute, super fitted, and a really cute gold um uh purse, like vintage metal handle, like clip. The handle opened. was beautiful, darling. Yeah, vintage clutches are my favorite thing to find. I found several. Um, God, what are they called? Whitney and Davis, I think they're called. I forget. Um, they are like chain link mm-hmm. purses. And they're typically Love. like gold or silver. And I found a gold one recently while on a while on a girls trip because antiquing and thrifting is fun when you're with your friends and you have maybe so a small fun. buzz and you find something and, and you're, you're like, like, get it. And you're like, and then okay. You're like, okay. <laughs> exactly what happened to me with the leather jacket. I'm like, are you guys sure? And they're like, you have to have it. And I said, yes, ma'am. And but then this- how much was the purse? 25. 
Yeah. See, I, mine was expensive and I was kind of bugged by it, but that's okay. Well, I don't know. There, this this particular shop. Oh, Whiting and Davis. I'm sorry. Guys, Whiting and Davis. Lauren, if you ever are there, you have to go here specifically. It is so Bargain organized. It's, it's so organized. It smelled so good. Like it's darling. They get on the loudspeaker and they're like, hello, bargain basket Stop. shoppers. It's time for the top of the hour power dollar wower. <laughs> and you're like... Where am I? I want to be there. Everyone left with something. So, oh, good. See, I not not everyone that came with us left with something. And I was like, just buy a trinket, buy like a little holiday mug, anything. Um, okay. Uh-huh. And did you guys eat anywhere particularly Lauren, delicious? Yeah, we would do salads during the day. Marcy salads and granola bowls, breakfast and lunch. Marcy makes this incredible dressing. It's a tahini dressing that you can literally put on anything, including and your lick best it friend, off. lick it off. Michelle wrote in our newsletter today that you can use this dressing to put it on your special friend and lick it off. Yep. That's how good it is. And that's what we would have done at Marcy's your if we didn't have carrot sticks. <laughs> oh, so this is a dipper. It's a dipper. It's a lettuce topper. We only ate it on salads, but we you can dip anything oh in God, it. That that Lauren, you, Lauren, you will love it. Yeah, I'm going to make it this it. weekend. Yum. But we did hit up one spot called the Island Gypsy Cafe and Marina Bar in Naples. Best, best sunset views. I incredible muscles. Um, we mm. all just, it just, and it's just so, it was, it was a wonderful time and came back feeling like a new person. I love that. I feel like, yeah, like I mentioned, I don't take enough trips with my girlfriends and I have to. Um, I needed amp. That's like, honestly, if starting like next year, I've even thrown out to people like, let's do this. Let's go to New York or I'm dying to like do a quick. I mean, but it's for me though, there is, it's hard for me to like go to places like London without Anthony. Cause I do love experiencing. I get our it. Travels together. Let me give but you, so, a I got a baby now, man. Let me give you a tip on how Tell me. to make the girl trip happen. Pencil in the date every single year commit to that time every single year. That's what like we the do. same one on the same trip, date. We, That's a great she's like, idea. ladies, let's get out our calendars and we, but we do it and we mark it and it's there and you know, you're doing it. It's something to look forward to. It's become kind of a fam regular thing around here and everybody wins. Everybody Beautiful. Wins. That's a great tip, Michelle. That's a great tip. Yeah. Um, okay. So change of convos, just a moment. I'm really excited because I'm doing something different this holiday season. Oh, I have had the same Christmas decorations and like vibe of my tree forever. Which was... we moved here, which is okay. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a fake tree, but then I have these velvet big poinsettia That's flowers right. that I red. shove in there. It's basically traditional red and green. And then mm-hmm. I have our ornaments, which kind of go with that theme. It's a beautiful decoration, but... I was thinking the other day, I'm like, oh my God, wait a second. Is Luna going to like go ham on my Christmas, on our Christmas tree? Is she going to like want to like pull on everything and whatnot? Because then I started reading about it and it is, it could be a thing. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to just change it up a little bit this year. Plus I want a different vibe. I want a cozier Christmas tree. So I did a little like looking around. I'm going to go Scandi with my, I'm going Scandinavian with my Christmas tree. What is it? What are you going to put on one ornament and call it a day? <laughs> One wooden, one wooden <laughs> ornament. No, what I'm going to do is I got the gray and white felt balls from Trader oh, Joe's because I, I guess the Scandi cream. vibe is, yeah, the Scandi vibe is like grays and cozy, cozy colors. Like, you know, where you kind of feel like you're wrapped in a cozy sweater. And so it's the the white and gray balls oh, that it. I'm going to wrap around my tree. My tree has white lights and I might just do like gold, um, like unbreakable, you know, the ones that basically bounce if they fall, like just gold balls. Love That's it. it. That's Love it. it. I, I have some very, very special ornaments, like from mom, her Christopher Radko. Mm-hmm. When I say some, I have one. Mm. I have one ornament from mom that if it goes, that will make me so sad. So I'm going to do everything to preserve that That's one and just idea. not hang shit that I think might die. That's a good idea. Along my with my mom. Over. My tree tipped over and I, that, I had one ornament from mom too. And now that 
along with my leather jacket. Two the only two things I've ever cared about in my life. Wait, are gone. wait, wait, wait a second. My, I'm sorry, my, my letter jacket. Yeah, your letter jacket. Michelle was talking about her high school letter jacket again yesterday. Oh, but I'm wait, sorry. Michelle. Can I, trauma, is anybody around here, everybody else has problems, but I'm not allowed to feel anything. That's where I am in my family. Everyone else is like, I've got so many problems. I say one thing about my letterman jacket and they shred me for it. So sorry. <laughs> you know, you're right. I am minimizing your trauma. Like it's like no big deal. Bothers but me. It is. I am. <laughs> Bothers me. Bothered me yesterday. You know why? Okay. Wait, listen, <laughs> explain how your tree tipped over. And when was this? The year after mom died. She probably oh, cool. pushed it over. She probably pushed it over. <laughs> I don't have any idea, but let I want to tell you a story. When my kids were three or four and I was exhausted, we set up the Christmas tree. They they were probably a little bit older. Maybe they were five. Yeah. One. Yeah. It takes a little bit for them to kind of like get into it. You know? Yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were older because they did this. And I have a no concept of time. I need to like measure it in height of kids. I don't have any idea. <laughs> anyway, I sat on my little couch. Yeah. And I put my tree up and I pulled out all the ornaments. And I didn't, every single one of them, I didn't freaking care. And I let them, I sat there and I watched them decorate the tree, what oh. seems like an eternity. And it was Great. one of the most wonderful moments in my mothering life yep. when they were done. That tree had oh, 322 ornaments <laughs> in one small 12-inch corner and nowhere else. And I just peed my pants and they loved it. And they were like, mommy, look it. at this ornament. I'm like, that is so beautiful. Where no. are you going to put it? And they were like, like a magnet right next to the next <clears> one. And then those little sweeties went to bed. And then I had my yeah, glass of wine or yes. whatever. And I went up there and I just spread that shit out. And that is what Christmas with little kids is, is all, about. all about. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. So what I'm going to get her though, for her bedroom is they have these felt Christmas trees that you put yeah. on a wall. So I'm going to have her <gasps> like, and you have like these little felt ornaments that Sticky you pop on there. Yeah. So on. I'm going to start getting into that with her. I'm starting to get into like the sensory tables and making like, she, listen, like I will put all of her toys out, but then I'll have like my wrapping stuff. I don't, she's, she'll see my streamer mm. and it's got her attention for 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'm coming up with like little things I can make with streamers that are yes, shorter good idea. just to fuck around there you with. go. Because all they need is a box, you know, these little sweeties. All they need is a all box. All they need is a box. Throw away all of the wooden toys, all of the plastic toys, throw it all away. Just as the Amazon deliveries so come in, she'll be, set the box. Mm -hmm, she'll be set until you give her a phone, which won't be until she is uh, oh, 18. God, 100. Um, Michelle, last week we were talking about pomegranate seeds, and I just want to give a quick shout out to a new little thing I'm eating that is fucking mind-blowing. Okay. Let's I love pomegranate seeds. As you know, I just eat them as is and put them on anything I can find. I, I If I have a vessel for it, it goes on and I came up with a new one. Well, and consider I've been influenced because I've got a pomegranate waiting back there and I'm going to do exactly what you tell go me to right Go to Trader now. Joe's and just go get their whole fat Greek got yogurt. It, got it in my fridge. And just take some fucking pomegranates and okay. sprinkle them all over your yogurt That's and it? eat it. That's it? It is... Mind blowing because here's okay. the thing about a pomegranate seed there's that seed in, in the inside that kind you kind of have to like work through, mm. but when you put it in with like that creamy, tart, tangy yogurt and then that juice explodes in your mouth, it yeah. literally erupts okay. like all bunch of different seeds. Just okay, it's like a fire, firework. I, I want to say juice explode in your mouth. Yes. There were a lot of visuals there that it's I so good and it's so good for you. Try it and let me know. Okay, Listener, I will. I'm gonna try do it. it. And let me know. I'm going to have it for breakfast after we're done recording. And it is imperative that you use Trader Joe's Greek yogurt. I mean, you can use whatever Greek yogurt you yogurt. This one is the yogurt. best. Yogurt. Got it. Take your time. <laughs> yogurt. Yogurt. That you want, but Trader Joe's is the bomb.com. It is. Um, Only one I buy. Michelle, before I do a quick review of um, Britney Spears, you said you had. Oh, you have the ingredients. That's what your note here is on the podcast, on the podcast doc. I have these ingredients. I'm going to make this and try it on yes. the pod. Yes. But yes, you're not yes. going to try it on the pod because you no, haven't. No, I lied. I didn't You do haven't it. done your pomegranate yet. I didn't, I didn't beat it with my wooden spoon. You but I'm, beat I look it. forward to it. Enjoy and wear an apron. 
because that's going to squirt. Don't get that on that pretty shirt. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Here at The Sister Project, mental health is our number one priority. Which is why we are particularly excited about this episode's sponsor, Meridian Psychiatric Partners, LLC. Meridian Psychiatric Partners is a Chicago-based private practice comprised of psychiatrists and therapists who specialize in women's health. Ladies, listen up. Meridian treats and supports women experiencing mental health symptoms that may be affected by all of the reproductive phases women might experience. Their services include medication management and psychotherapy for preconception, pregnancy, postpartum and breastfeeding, infertility, pregnancy loss, premenstrual symptoms, and perimenopause. Wow, we go through a lot. You know, I remember after I had Luna, I needed help. I was three months postpartum, extremely anxious, and battling intrusive thoughts on a daily basis. I am beyond grateful that practices like Meridian exist so new moms like myself can get the help we need. And I am equally thrilled to know that while I enter into perimenopause, Meridian Psychiatric Partners is there for support. Meridian is dedicated to empowering women to have treatment options while experiencing mental health challenges that can arise during different reproductive phases. They have 20 providers with expertise in reproductive mental health, which means you can be seen fairly quickly, which is amazing. If you would like to know more about Meridian, find them online at meridianpsychiatricpartners.com. And to make an appointment, call their intake line at 312-640-7743. This podcast is sponsored by CHT Orthodontics. When I was 15 years old, a boy I was crushing on told me his big brother thought I was cute. My awkward self was overjoyed. I thought, finally, someone thinks I'm cute. His brother's exact words were, your little friend with the buck teeth sure is cute. The only two words I heard in that statement were buck and teeth, and in an instant, my heart sank. Not to worry, after nine full teeth and a couple of years of braces, bands and headgear, my self-esteem was reinstated. Those braces changed my life and turned my biggest insecurity into my greatest asset. I've smiled with confidence ever since. This is why I am so excited about our sponsor, CHT Orthodontics, located right here in downtown Hinsdale, Illinois, where their mission is to help their patients to achieve their own dream smiles. From braces tailored for children and adolescents to Invisalign solutions for adults and teenagers, CHT's goal is to make the journey easy and fun and ultimately help their patients obtain the confidence and happiness that comes with a beautiful smile. CHT's friendly team provides a welcoming environment that makes you feel right at home. You'll love it there. Dr. Carey and Dr. Ami pride themselves on being the top choice for braces and Invisalign in the Western suburbs. Personally, CHT is my family's top choice for braces for both of my kids. The staff is warm. The office is hip, and my kids are just months away from achieving the smile of their own dreams. Go to www.chtortho.com and schedule your appointment today. Stay cozy and smile. And now back to our cozy conversation. Okay, you guys, we are diving into a quick lightning round of what are you reading, watching, and listening to? Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> And so I need my nerd stick. My glasses are down here. Why don't you have your nerd stick? I don't know where it is. Michelle has this special wax she puts on her glasses so that her glasses don't drop to the edge of her nose. And it it's like a trigger for me. Not trigger. It's like a not a pet peeve. No, it does. It does. I know it does. I can tell. And Lauren, if she doesn't like it or she notices, (laughs) she's going to tell me. Not me. If you've got like a piece of lettuce on your cheek, I'm just going to let you have it. Oh my God. If people are, I was like, when I'm like at dinner, if someone is talking to me and they've got food in their teeth, no, I don't, I'm not like, like, I don't con- like if they've got like spinach after they've finished a sentence, I'm, I literally will say, okay, hold on. Spinach tooth here. Keep going. Okay. Like, I just want them to know is good. I like <laughs> the way you said it. What? Hey, hang on. Spinach, right tooth. Very yeah, we don't make a big deal out of it. You just, you, you know, pardon me, spinach location, proceed. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I don't want to see it either. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know what to do. I like literally turn and run. If somebody's got something on their face, I will just pretend like I have lost my vision. Good. Oh, good to know. Good to know. know. <laughs> and the funniest thing about this is Michelle will actually ask me to check her teeth. So if you're with Michelle, if you're wondering, you might as well just ask her because she will not tell you if you don't ask. No, I'll have Lauren come on over and do that. 
third by Cuthbert. <laughs> um, okay, so I am literally like a page or two done or oh. away oh. with um with the woman in me by Britney Spears. And what are you thinking? <clears throat> Give it There's to me so straight. much. I, we need like a whole freaking series on this. Okay. Really? I'm happy that she wrote really? her book because, yeah, because there's just a lot to unpack here. She, listen, it can't be easy to get a conservatorship. It can't be easy to have a judge say, I'm relinquishing you of all of your powers of decision-making and I'm going to give it to someone else. And then she gave it to, they gave it to her dad. By all accounts, her dad sounds like a complete asshole um, from her perspective. Um, part of me is like, you know what, dad, if, why don't you, maybe you should just let her go do her thing. But then you do think of the people like Corey Hames and the, the, the very troubled children's child stars who like really didn't like make it out alive. I mean, literally for some of these, but at the same time, you know, she never discloses what she really was asked to go to re was forced to go to rehab for, I think two or three times she went to rehab um, except for she mentioned energy supplements that she was popping and her dad was like, nope. And she also said, had mentioned being addicted to Adderall as well. Did she talk about that? I don't that? know if she used the word addicted. Um, I, I don't know if she used it in the book, but I thought I read but the point, that. But, but it's my point is she never really discloses, and she doesn't have to, but if you're going to write a tell-all book, I would, if, tell if there is a tell-all, like, is there a mental illness involved here? And maybe talk about it and spread some awareness and talk about the symptoms and talk about how you help yourself if you don't want to talk about how your family helped you yeah. or didn't help you. Maybe what are you doing? Um, and if there is addiction or if there is substance abuse, maybe let's let's just unpack it. Let's talk about it. This is why you have a book and people will maybe see you. So I feel like there's a lot of like, my family, they There's suck. They made me do all this. I'm victim. fine. I was a lot of victim and a lot of, I was just, I was just wild. I was a wild girl. I just wanted to party and have fun, which I bet she freaking did. Cause she worked 20 hours a day when she was like nine mm-hmm. till whenever, but she just kind of like in the shaving of the head was about like, it was almost a rebellious like a thing. Fuck you. And I also understand that. But at the same time, there it, I remember there was severe unraveling. Mm-hmm. But was she un, and then the and also the question remains: Was she unraveling because of the the hold her family and the industry had on her, and, she, and that's what caused her to break down? She does admit to having a mental breakdown. Okay. Um, so it's like I she's th- dropping like little nuggets, of kind of. Things. She's yeah. like hinting to bigger issues, yeah, but not diving deep into them. Yeah, but she does talk about a lot of heartbreak, her divorce from Kevin. She just really wanted to start a family and try to try it at normalcy and have her babies. And her kids don't talk to her anymore. Did she and talk her, about that in the book? Uh, not so much. I'm still like I said, I've got like three pages. She might mention that, but she talks about her love for them. And of course, she's you know she's a, she's a mother, and she shares her love for being a mother and how when they took her kids away, it like broke her. I mean, I can't imagine. So there's so much that, and I hear her story and I, and I really am also grateful that she shared what she was willing to share. Yeah. The industry, they, they just, they worked they just her like don't a horse. Give a and when, yeah. When there, she does, she does talk about her Vegas reg- residency when she got that deal. And she was like, I was done at that point. So I just went, I was on autopilot. I didn't put any love into the movements, into the singing. That's why I think we were seeing videos of her just kind of like standing there lip syncing to her songs and being, and we're like, where the fuck's Britney? And it's like, she actually wasn't in it. She mm. was, she was there in, in person, but in but spirit, not she was elsewhere. Yeah. 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 So it does explain a lot about um, her experience um, and her family on all accounts sounds pretty terrible. So I do recommend reading it. If you're interested in knowing more about Britney's life, it's a very easy, fast read. At times she sounds like kind of like she's, child. she talks kind of like child and oh, I'm not, totally. I'm not making fun of her. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just observing that she has a very like teenager type of way of explaining things. And you'll notice because that I, if you read the book, you will see what I'm talking about. It's because not I think like, that's where she's stunted. Yeah, honestly. yeah, yeah, totally. So stops. you also see that as well, which I think is important for people yeah. to understand where she is. So, you know, it yeah. was decent, easy read. Um, how are you liking a little life? I am... I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm liking it. I enjoy is a weird word to use considering what, please don't spoil it for me. I'm going to try not to, to considering (laughs) what some of the content 
heavy. It's of, you know, it's yes. really heavy. It's all of the the hardest things that you could imagine different people experience. Oh God, that sounds heavy. Except what you have here <clears throat> is a group of friends that love each other and are there for each other. Mm. There's just this theme of support coming from your friends and your family that's not really your family. It all looks like different things for them. It's really beautiful. That's why I keep going back because I am loving reading about this love these men have for each other mm. as they navigate wow. life and, yeah. and making it. And, you know, earlier, I think I said that, you know, some of them are creatives. These dudes are all like different walks of life doing law and art or whatever. And it's just watching their relationships, reading their relationships and hearing the emotional, like really how watching how men manage these things. I'm super curious about that. And not, and the it's, it's worth, it's worth a read. So Michelle, did you know that this is not necessarily a new book that this is? I did. I, after okay, I checked so, it out. Yeah. This came out in 2015, you guys, but this is the power of TikTok. One would have thought that this was a brand new book out last month by the wave that TikTok gives books. Like mm-hmm. BookTok is super powerful in bringing back. I've seen stories about like guy, a guy that went to a bookstore, he wrote a book. It was his dream to do. And no one came to his book signing and a couple saw him there. And before you know it, they put him on TikTok and he wrote a crime thriller and people loved it. And he made sales and people went to his next book signing. I mean, that there is some power of, of an influence of like that app that I just love well, so much. I Well, I agree 100%. And actually I was going to talk about, and we can just move right into this since we're talking about TikTok, TikTok and what we're watching. I am, um, <clears throat> I watch this comedian. I'm in my comedian, my stand-up comedy era. Oh, if you will. yes. And so I'm like, there's a lot of like comics in my feed. And there's this dude, Matt Rife, that I follow because my neighbor said, you need to follow me. He's cute and funny. And, and is I'm, he cute and funny? I think he's adorable. And, and he's so and, funny? And he's, I think he's hysterical. And I think that he does this thing called, you know, in the stand-up comic world, they have this thing called crowd work, you know, where you like go and just, gab with the crowd and I think he's incredible at it but he's also really good at like having real conversations hard conversations but making these jokes where you're just like wow you're good you know yeah but he was just on Jimmy Fallon and they started talking about how he made it and he's been doing this for a long time and like last year he put he started doing TikToks and he didn't want to. He was like, I hate social media. It stresses me out. You know, like I just, it was, I, I everything I went against everything I stood for, but he's like, I, I got to do it. I got to do it. So he started making TikToks and he went and performed at a place where he wasn't invited. They weren't going to pay him and they wouldn't fly him out there. But if he wanted to perform, they would give him a spot. And he <laughs> so said he, he was, just had to do it all himself. So he said he was that right night, he was standing there and he was feeling like a defeated loser. He was like, mm. I'm here at this place where nobody even wants me, but... And his friend's like, you're going to make the best of it. Let's just go have some fun. Fine. So he does. And he makes it edit from that evening. And he's like, why am I even doing this? I don't even want to be here. I didn't even want to be there. You know, they didn't even want me here. And his friend's like, you already made the edit. Just do it. Just like, put, put it, it on, out there. on TikTok. And it blew him up. And it got 20 to 30 million I'm views. Telling you and that. now he's on Jimmy Fallon. That is the power <laughs> of TikTok. And I feel like that's the maybe you something. You know I that, can't stand? Who? Jimmy Fallon. You've said this before. I think he is a faker. I think his forced laughing makes me... I can spot that from just a mile away. Ron DeSantis, he does the same fucking fake laugh. Oh, well, and I he just, does something. Well, his is terrifying too. But like with, with uh, Jimmy Fallon, it's just such a forced... No one laughs that hard at the worst jokes or statements ever. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? And then people are bagging on him for being for an being asshole toxic, on the job. And I'm just like, you know place. what? I think I'm starting to see through this Mr. Uh, Fallon guy. Yeah, well, I don't no, know about my, him. Let's but, Matt, Matt Rife is where it's at. He is funny. <laughs> Stay with him. Okay, so let's get to our main topic for today, which is holiday hygiene. Mm. So this 
post was given to us and forgive me, listener, Instagram follower. Um, I lost you in the messages, but I found your post and we thought it was so important that we did snag it to um, share it. So we love when people share content with us that they think that will be um, relevant to our listeners. So let's backtrack just a moment. Michelle and I yesterday went to an amazing networking event that mm. our friend and publicist, um, she's we're not working with her actively, but she is a publicist, was ours, and she is our dear friend, Erin Gorley. She invited us to a Hey Mama networking event, which we've never been to. Hey Mama, their mission is basically to support the working, the working, working, mom. working mom. Yeah. And um, the founder, Omri Kibler, was there to join in on this discussion panel, along with the founder of Monica and Andy, Monica Royer. And um, oh my God, it was an incredibly inspiring, strong, smart, brave group of women. So good. We sat in a circle. We did a mini meditation to begin. Which and I then, loved. Yeah, it was really lovely. And then we jumped into this discussion on... Honestly, it was, it really kind of began as like a Q and a, like the, the facilitators asking us questions, but then it became like this beautiful discussion amongst about maybe 25 women, all of whom were um, entrepreneurs or working moms, besides one young woman who is beginning, who shared that she's on the beginning path of becoming a mother. And in this meditation that, um, that Omri shared with us, she talked about the upcoming season, the holiday season, and what feelings we have that are holding us back from believing that we are going to have a beautiful, restful, enjoyable holiday season. And she had us envision all these things. And then as we breathed through our meditation, one by one, that worry was like a balloon and it floated away, which is a very powerful that visualization. very powerful. It's very helpful. My balloon felt a little like I was like, I hope there's enough helium in here to get up a little heavy. <laughs> but as it got up, it blasted And off. it floated away. Mm. And what I did... I I visualized my balloons as the ones that were floating away were just your regular good old fashioned like rubber balloons. And the ones that I was holding on to were like the more of like the aluminum pretty ornate balloons because those are the ones that I wanted to keep with me for this holiday season. And so the reason why I bring this up is because A, that event was amazing. Check out both uh, Monica and Andy and Hey Mama. Um, but it really goes in a line with holiday hygiene. And so the original poster of this, her name is Jocelyn Nelson, and she is a licensed therapist. And she goes by at Talks with Joss on Instagram. And she's basically speaking to anyone that is feeling overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, bogged down by the holiday season. I think we all have that somewhere we linger in that space when it comes to the holidays. And now what holiday hygiene, she coined this term, this is what she said she's going to call it, is anything you need to do or practice that allows yourself to approach the holidays mindfully. And she really stresses on the mindfully part. Um, it's how you plan to take care of yourself during the holiday season. And she also went into boundaries because she was like, it's not just setting boundaries because it is difficult. And she made a, such a valid point. It takes a lot of practice to set a boundary and abide by it yeah. and live by it and enforce it. So she's like, this is not setting boundaries, although feel free to put that in your holiday hygiene bucket. But what she does is asks us these three questions for us to reflect on. And then this might help you figure out what is how, what does the holiday hygiene look like for you? So we'll go through the questions. Michelle, if you have anything you want to answer with, sure. maybe you pop up. So the first question is, so we reflect on these and it's the first question is what feelings come up when I think of the upcoming holidays? Um, all right. Stress, uh, <laughs> pressure, um, overwhelm, lack of time. Um, are those good for now? Yeah, those but what ones? about other things that are, okay. Oh, those are the now, negative. Those let's are the go with the things. other ones. You, okay. Yeah. Go okay. with the other ones that you think might be Nostalgia. kind of. Nostalgia. Sure. Okay. Keep Tradi going. Tradition. Um, Merriment, okay, it's there for yeah. sure. Mr. Fuzzy Wig um, from A Christmas Carol. It's my favorite character. He is so merry. Hello. Yeah. Those those things exist when I can when I manage myself. When you float during. the other balloons away. Exactly. Okay, so number two, what is important to you during the holiday season? What do you actually care about? Um go off yeah. go for it. I, I think um time 
time with family, like the season when there's so much to do and it's so busy is also a time that I, a, 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 a time in the season that's allotted for these moments. And, um, that I, those are the things that I care about, you know, going to the holiday, you know, market with my kid or cozying up and watching mm. a Christmas movie with my family, things like that. So, and the third you? question. Oh, I want to know it. We're, we're in, well, mine okay, are, okay. I mean, mine are all, mine align with yours very much. We're just going to okay. keep you as the, as the, um, the patient, my, my patient for right okay. now. Yeah. You're um, filthy the, holiday person. <laughs> the third one is what obstacles challenge and challenges can you anticipate that may impact your holiday season? Um, well, I don't know. Sometimes there's, you know, can be challenges, um, that come about with navigating family stuff. Um, you know, sometimes the Amazon truck doesn't deliver on time. You know, sometimes you're like the list and cost of things. Is yes. So great. Right. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Great. So if I were a licensed psych- psychologist and I'm not disclaimer, I've heard what you've said and I would say, hopefully you've written all this down. Okay. We'll pretend you did look at that list. And what I think that Jocelyn is trying to share with us is to look at that list, look at your worries and start figuring out, figuring out what for you can you do so that some of those moments that number two, what are the most important things for you this holiday season come to fruition that really shine bright this holiday season. And I'm thinking, okay, some things for this situation might be like, for me to have good holiday hygiene, I'm going to abide by a healthy budget. Um, I'm going to set up and start Christmas shopping maybe earlier rather than later now so that maybe every day I will buy one gift so that by everything's here maybe by December 15th and I'm not waiting for anything. But then I also think what's really important here that she's stressing on is what are you going to do so that you can live throughout the season mindfully? And I think some of these action items can help you do that because you're going to be less stressed about the other bullshit that's going to bog you down and you can then live a little bit more mindfully. So maybe it is continuing to to commit to your yoga practices or your walks out in nature um, to maybe yeah asking one of your kids like let's go watch a movie together and like no devices and let's just watch our favorite christmas movie and then i think that that would help all of your holiday hygiene like come into play and for me even just thinking about all these things that i'm sharing with you ideas i would implement myself mm. What do you think? Can I? Well, I love that. And I want to share something that I started to do last year in in response to the year previous where I was like, this is the last year I am going to feel like my throat's closing up as the holidays Tell me right now. Okay. And um, something that I don't normally do is get massages. I've kind of talked about this on uh, the pod, I think in the past, whatever. But last year, I decided that during the holidays, A, first of all, I feel tension in my body. I joke with people that on November 1st, I, the My holiday shoulders. scaries start to come, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, didn't want that anymore. So I made a commitment to continue to do all the things that I normally do, but I incorporated a pretty regular massage into my, what my regimen from November 1st to December 24th. So smart. It was the that is my holiday gift to myself and mm. will be until till the end of time mm. it was the single most wonderfully restorative moment that i oh. had experienced and it honestly helped me i, I felt like I was reaching my merriment peak because yes. i took the time to do that. The power of touch is so powerful. And the fact that in your, to have someone just get all that stagnant energy and bullshit out of your physical body, you walk out there feeling like a million bucks. And and it's not like you're more ready, more ready. You feel good. (laughs) You also are like, I just did this for myself. So my battery's charged. My bucket is full. I can, like, I'm not just giving, giving, giving. I'm giving to myself too. Exactly. Yes. That's a great one, Michelle. And and this is the other thing that, because this is what I liked about the regular kind of massage experience during this time. It wasn't just a touch experience. It's, 
it's like going to a therapist for mm. your body. Mm. At least the gal that I go to, shout out Carrie Wolf oh. Anderson. She's incredible. Gifted. She's, gifted. She has she a is, gift. She has a special touch. But she's, she's like, how are we doing? Where's your heart? Where are you feeling it? So one day I'd walk in and I'd feel it in my upper right shoulder. The, maybe I had some tension in my head or my lower back was killing me. Well, that's what you worked out. So you were, we were just working things out as we went and mm -hmm. it was life-changing. She's honestly. incredible. And I think that is a wonderful way to be mindful and upkeep your holiday hygiene. Yeah. Another one that kind of came out yesterday when we were at the, um, the event with Hey Mama was this idea of letting go of perfection. And that goes along oh, with what we talk about a lot, like caring less. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm it really doesn't, good it, put the fucking turkey out there, put your food. It doesn't have to be an Instagram tablescape. It, Thanksgiving is for your family to gather, to eat, and enjoy one another. I honestly, good food. I want to challenge people this holiday season to take that pressure so off of their intense. list completely. Take it off your list. It you don't have to have the perfect anything. Just do your best mm -hmm. and sit and enjoy now in the time that you've created with your family and friends. And use what you have. You don't have to like, I'm hosting totally. this year. I'll speak from experience that we're hosting two of the holidays this year. And I might like rent a bunch of wine glasses because we don't have, listen, we live in a city home. You don't have space for everything. So you have what you need and the other stuff you rent or borrow. Yeah, It's just not necessary to overwhelm on top of overwhelm. That's so true. So you so guys, true. listen, get your holiday hygiene on. Think of those questions. I'll put the post within the um, show notes so you can read about it yourself and just prioritize yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to be you're a scroogey doodle do. Yeah. Um, okay. So to wrap things up, Michelle, what are you doing for mindful, cozy well-being? Um, flower power, baby. I joined a club. I joined a club called the Flower Club. My friend Marcy and her daughter Josie Dunn, who's the mother of this club, she's the founding mother, started a club so young, by the way, this, this young woman, Josie Dunn, so young and yet so wise. Her and her girlfriend said, you know what? We don't celebrate our accomplishments and our triumphs and our successes enough. And by the time something is happening, we're already on to the next thing. So we're not going to do that anymore. So we're going to create a club where we are going to send a text or a picture of said success to club members and to kind of to tell to one another it, to, to raise to, each other to, to celebrate to celebrate your club members you know newest I accomplishment love this isn't it amazing yeah it is it's, because we do not do that we 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 keep track of what we don't do that's all we do. Kane, Kane, loser. <laughs> haven't done anything. And I'll tell you what, I sent a text to them yesterday and I shared a success that's between me and my flower group. Okay. But it felt weird at first. It felt weird at first to text them and brag almost and excite, get excited about this, so this thing that I would never, ever, ever in a million years have even thought to pay attention to. And after I got through the weirdness of this, what it felt like was a moment worth remembering. I also felt like neural pathways were being created. Yeah. Well, you also said a moment and you took actually time to acknowledge your celebration for whatever it was that you are celebrating. Mm -hmm. And you took a moment instead of just getting it done and doing whatever it was, I don't even know what it was, that you actually took a moment to acknowledge it mm -hmm. and share it with yes. other people. Do you know how lonely fucking shit is if you Dude, don't have anyone to share it with? It's, it's, and it's, no, it's, that's ridiculous. No, it's Lauren, it's such a good idea, but this is the best part. I just want to tie this up before the flower part of this. Yeah, once that's what I was going to ask. Once a month, we are to buy ourselves flowers and take a picture and share those flowers with our club um and with that picture and in that moment revel in our flower power and your and beautiful being of what you're doing and that you deserve a gift of flowers that right? is wonderful Isn't it great i love this and that's a great holiday hygiene, actually, is right? to find a group of people and maybe celebrate the ups during the holiday season. Yeah, that's guys, a great idea. Listeners, start your own flower flower cup charter. You know, charter. get your little text I love group. it. You're calling a charter. It's a I charter. Love it. You know, I'm get thinking your about text doing group. it. Do it. Get your group. It's fun. I cannot wait until I get a text from one of the members so I can cheer them on. I, I cannot. Literally, <laughs> this can't is a wait. great idea. Literally, can't wait. I love it. Now, while you are celebrating, I'm also celebrating too. Um, my 
favorite time of the year is these little moments where I need to declutter. Mm. So um, the other day I chose two big spots, my coat closet and front being one of them. Cause like I said, we're hosting. So we need space to hang coats. It was a fucking catch all. It was you open yeah. that things, busting things at the seams, out. shit falls out. I mean, I anything had. and everything in my ho- husband's a hoarder. So there's empty boxes, empty motherfucking no, boxes, boxes and bottles. Boxes and a yoga and mat bottles, that he Anthony. says he's going to use one day. A, my, a yoga mat that he says he's going to use Uh-oh. one day. He's never, it's never Uh-oh. seen the light of day. And nope. it's not, it, it can't. Remove it. So remove I did. It. I removed things. I can open it. There's space to put boots and jackets. And what I did was fill my bucket with a phone call to my aunt. So I did this while the baby was sleeping. So I cleaned my closet. And while decluttering, I was on the phone with Loge, catching up with my aunt, who Love I had it. not caught up with in a thousand years. And her and I were laughing. She's like, I'm all for you cleaning your closet and checking me off of your like <laughs> need to do list. Um, so it just felt really good. And I feel like when there's less clutter, there's more space yeah. all around. Yes, 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 yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays and um, stay cozy, friend. <laughs> this podcast is supported by our friends at the LaGrange Art League. We are so excited to get in on the fun with them as they celebrate 90 years in small ways this holiday season. Wow, 90 years? That's a lot of years and definitely worth celebrating. Come shop every Tuesday and Thursday from 10 to 5 beginning November 1st through December 28th right here in our hometown, LaGrange, Illinois. I love little hometown holiday fun. Same. This cozy little holiday market will be selling an array of artisanal finds made by local creators. There will be photography, ornaments, paintings, jewelry, our cozy AF candle line, and so much more. Oh, I am totally hitting this up. Such great options for gifts and stocking stuffers. Listener, if you too want to check some gifts off of your holiday shopping list, head to www.lagrangeartleague.org for all of the details and see you there. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.